Tonight on Eureka Has Now, our eyes turn upward as mysterious objects are blown out of the sky. Some argue they're balloons, but other think, others think we're entering a new wave of urban ufology. Join us tonight as we detail the MAV book report, an analysis of UFO sightings in and around the Chicagoland area. The following program is an artistic work of fiction and falsehood. The views expressed in this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the broadcasters or the management thereof. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, I'm glad you're here. My name is Professor Rowan Meadowark, PhD, and I'm an adjunct professor in lightworking here at the Simon Amy Institute of Spirit Science. Welcome to Simon Amy's Eureka Cast Now, where science meets technology meets you. Joining me, as always, is media disruption developer Kai Hubris. That is me. I am. I'm here. I'm right here. And the election for Chicago's mayor is coming up. So, well, I've got all the data ready. Uh, well, what um, I know that you are a proponent of the um, the class of media events. I know there's certain, yeah. like a like a hurricane or something, perhaps. What? Uh, yeah, hurricane what, class what, of event. What? What class? We uh, have the hurricane class. We have the uh, the tsunami class. We have the uh, volcano explosion class. Right. And so, what class would you say this um, mayoral election is of a uh, new media? I would say it's uh, it's it's slightly above. A really bad storm, uh, and slightly below, maybe like an asteroid that, you know, uh, if let's say a boy, if he leaves his house uh, on a day that a plane sort of goes through his room, specifically his room, and uh, he does not die, but he's supposed to die, and as a result of this, well, he starts seeing these these things that are happening around him, uh, and what he realizes is that. Due to some sort of uh, time uh, time dilation or whatever, uh, a break in the space time continuum. If he was to die, then everything would go back to normal. We, I assume, based on my information and my reading of what's going on. What did, what does that have? How does that how does that tie into the uh, mayoral election exactly? Well, I think it's going to be a really exciting year. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. Sounds like it. Um, uh, and and uh, so. Uh, I know you've been deep in the reeds on that or other things. Deep I, in the trenches. I never, I never really. Willie, Willie, Willie Wilson is launching uh, grenades. I, I don't really ask over the wall uh, personally. Um, I, I genuinely just don't ask. But mm-hmm. I know over here you've been missed. Over here, a geo fella. Um, you know, uh, I, I have. Is that um, still in development? Uh, yes, and um, you know, I thought we were partners on this. I've mm-hmm. been developing Geo Fellows myself. Um, sure. I've, uh, you know, I'm I'm not really a coder. I'm just starting to learn how to do this. You well, know, the, there's a lot of guides on the internet that have been quite helpful. Rowan, I've tried to, I've tried to teach you how to use some of our work, uh, our workforce workflow technology. And I haven't seen any any new projects or timelines be uploaded to that technology. Uh, right. I still don't understand the um, this workflow platform I've left, you provided. I've left you several sticky notes. How do I access the sticky notes? Well, first you have to log in, and uh, then you click on the area on the top that says whiteboard. I, I'm not. And, see- the, and the sticky notes are stuck on the whiteboard. I, I'm in. I'm in right now. Okay. Go I'm to the not, whiteboard. I'm. I'm <laughs> I can't find it. I can't find it. There's something. Um, there's something Rowan, that says it's right there. It's, is it under assets? No, it's on. It's on the whiteboard. Where are you? Are you in the? Are you in the res- Are you on the resources page? Is it under? How did you get access to the resources? Is it? Is, page? it, is it under? Is it under recent alpha build? No, Ron. Are you logged into my account? Anyway. 
the point is GeoFellas. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll just we'll figure this out later. But, What's but the, what is why are you bringing up GeoFellas? Well, I miss you, Kai. I miss you on developing this. It's been quite difficult. Um, that being said, um, I, have I have I have recently learned what an else if function is, and that's really uh-huh. opened up my um, the abilities that yeah. have been going on with this game. Um, and, it is and, in that in that direction. And, too. and you know, and you know uh, that all being said, Kai. Uh, while I appreciate your help, I appreciate this workflow. Uh-huh. Um, platform um, DRM I'm not sure what you would call this exactly exactly but the point is um, I don't understand why you've made such a big deal about coding because it's been quite easy all things considered mm-hmm. it's not very hard really what's the what's the easiest thing about it right well like I said I I found this elf else if yeah, this function elf is... I, I found an else if function uh-huh. um, and and it's just a it's single come, else it's if. just come together well no you have else if else if you can just put as many as you want sure. there. Um, and that you just the stack them together, and, and and it's quite simple, quite easy. Um, sure. I'm so not... you, how you have a, how long is this else if statement you have, Rowan? Well, it's I mean you know every day I go in and I chip a you little add bit a new more. Else. I... You think of new things that could it, that the geofella could do, and you add a new else if. Yeah, you chip away at it dri- uh, drip by drip. It would be go a lot quicker if you were here helping me. <laughs> I was here helping you, add add else if statement. Well, we're not here to talk about else if statements. Uh-huh. We're not here to talk about or for Ge- loops for that we're, matter. We're not here to talk about geo fellas, unfortunately. Although, uh, be rest assured, we are um, Coop, working Coop, away at it. Kubernetes, you you got it. We're here to talk about uh-huh. the UFO issue. The, yeah. Um, the the uh, the sightings so that have been occurring. So walk me through this. Uh, Simon, Amy, uh, the person that chooses all of our topics. Yes. Your boss my sage your dad uh my um the he your is stepdad. my teacher um your stepdad my, but he's never going to be your real dad I, not as as much as he tries he will never be um he decides upon all of these uh and today we're doing ufos um because it's in the news i assume i don't really know how he decides well really the um what i was given was uh-huh. apparitions you were given a totally different topic. Well, you sometimes you have to interpret the things that Simon Amy says through a certain lens. Sure. Um, and and apparitions is, um, it's it's you know a UFO is a form of apparition. I guess it's unidentified. How else is would you characterize an, app- an apparition? Uh, well, they're both fake, so I I guess they fall. In. But, but that's a lot but, of things. But that- but are they Kai? But are they? Are they fake? You're the one drawing comparisons here, Rowan. Um, I'm just telling you what I what I know. Well, I can say for certain apparitions are not fake. As to UFOs, mm-hmm. we'll find out in our second half uh-huh. when we talk about the Mauve book report. I'm very excited to talk about that. Yeah. Um, but Mauve, I'm told, is a sort of a shape. It's sort of a color, it's actually. A color. It's sort of a purple. Sort of a purple. Why don't? Why not just call it purple then? Well, Mauve. I, I don't know. I didn't write the report, Kai. I'm just trying to. Who wrote the report? Um, we'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to that. Okay. Um, because, um, my understanding is that there is something, uh, that you have to share with us. Um, and as a matter of fact, I believe you insisted on this when we started the show because, um, you know, this, this attitude that, that is coming through, this attitude that you were giving me about the UFO slash apparition sort of issue is I understand you don't really believe in any of this, and you insisted on us doing this. Um, yeah. That this was your you were uh, this was your demand that we sh- we should do this that we should do this segment. This is um, this plug that we're about to get Not to. Not a plug. It is a plug. It is a Listen, plug. Listen, Rowan. So we're, this is a science and technology program. I say this all the time because it bears repeating. Because nobody would know just tuning in, frankly. This is a science and technology uh, uh, program. And so I decide we need to start bringing in, you bring in all this stuff that is barely either thing, so I need to compensate by bringing in some hard technology. Oh, but is it? Is it what? Is what? <laughs> what is are you it, talking is about? Is it not science or tech, uh, the Mauve Book Report? Are UFOs not science or tech? We get it, Rowan. You know what not means in a coding perspective. <laughs> You've learned that. You learn what an, uh, an exclamation What is this means. UFO hunting gear we're okay. talking about so right now? Tech Brothers, uh, tech Brothers are, you know, we don't judge. I mean, we, we, the company doesn't judge. 
Individuals in the company may judge fairly harshly, but as a company, we don't judge. We just try to make it Tech Brothers Laboratories. We try to make the best technology that we can. Um, so what I wanted to do was I wanted to talk about some of the Tech Brothers Laboratories UFO hunting gear, because if you are going to be looking for UFOs, UFOs are in the news a lot. People are talking about looking for UFOs, finding UFOs, thinking about UFOs. If you're gonna be hunting you know, UFOs, uh, you ought to do it right. You ought to do it with the most state-of-the-art technology. Uh, Rowan, would you consider yourself a, a UFO hunter? Uh, I'm more of a UFO scholar. Sure. You're not out in the field. More of a lover than a hunter, okay. perhaps. Um, so you've never, you've never gone out on the field and um, looked, for, uh, you looked for the objects? Well, you know, I'm not. If there was an object that made itself apparent, I would probably follow it. That's sure. how I, you know, that's, how you get the taste. That, that's how I've I've met many of my uh, fair folk friends as well. That's how you um, get the hunger. Uh, but uh, no, I I can't say I'm much for one driving out to the desert and uh, you know setting up a radio telescope, for well, example. Well, those the people that do that, um, they're oftentimes using very limited technology. Tech Brothers, however, has made a line. Um, are uh, miscellaneous and gag gifts laboratories <laughs> have made a line of, uh, of equipment that we think you can use on the field. Um, and so I'd like to share some of those. The first thing, so if you're a UFO hunter, it's very important that you capture proof. Well, that's the whole name of the game. Yeah, you can't just, nobody's going to believe you if you say, I saw something. You have to show proof of it. Um, so our first thing is the TV Night Stalker. And you notice how it's spelled night because these uh, whoever's doing this is a, a brave person or, or something. They have a nice shiny helmet. So the TV Night Stalker. Okay, what so this is it. Um, so as you can see, it's Bluetooth compatible. <laughs> it's 4K. Um, it has some lights. And the thing about this guy is uh, no more grainy photos. Too many times I'm looking up UFO photos or, or videos, and I see these things. They look like uh, they were shot you know, with, a, with underwater. Right. Um, yeah. I, I mean, you know, quality is not necessarily, you know, a lot of the evidence out there, unfortunately, is perceived as dubious because of the quality. And yeah. so I could see this fulfilling a niche. Uh, my main question is, is that based off of this, um, this, 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 this uh, yeah, this, our advertising photo, uh, this yes. photo that has been provided um, to the program and that I am now seeing, this yeah. appears to be a, um, a flashlight that has been um, just attached to the bottom of a uh, mid-grade camcorder. Is that, well, is that, this, is this that, is that very, I mean, that could Rowan, be good. That could be something it, that people great. could use. It's great. The human eye is probably, uh, it's impossible, basically, if you ever look at um, evolution. Um, and that's what we tried to, uh, that's what we tried to capture with, uh, with this guy. Um, and the thing is that flashlight is actually really, really important. Um, it sees an IR, UV, and microwave radiation. <laughs> so you're going to see a little thing on your screen. You could sw switch it, switch it with a button, and it'll show you each of these. You could point this thing at your microwave and it would go crazy. Well, well you know, so, I mean, another question I yeah. suppose is is uh, worth asking yeah. is that oftentimes when, you know, individuals are using cameras to find UFOs, um, to try and find um, sightings perhaps yeah. after the fact, yeah. um, you, you, you need to have a very, very good digital zoom to be able to really hone in on the little specks that might normally appear yeah. um, that that could hold evidence to a UFO sighting. Yeah, um, is that what's the what's the uh, what's the digital zoom on this like? At least sixteen times. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, and if you're thinking about cost, yeah, I don't like putting prices because I think that that's kind of cheap. That's kind of that's not really classy. Um, I will just say worth it. The cost is worth it for all the features. Microwave radiation we're talking about here. What else we got, Kai? Okay, the next one is called the Astrolabs Watch. So you've heard of various watch technologies. I've heard of an Astrolabe before as well. An uh, Astrolabe? An Astrolabe. Uh-huh. Um, um, well, this is kind of like that. Um, it, but it's our Astrolabs Watch. As you can see, you can tell the time and a whole lot more. Like what, what else? Well, this is what's going to tell you where all the UFOs are. So if you're looking for UFOs... This watch will have a little arrow that pops up that sort of points you in the right direction. It's sort of like a game of um, of hot and cold or Marco Polo. And that's fascinating. So, wh what is the detection technology at work here? Um, is that uh, magnetic or based yeah. off of RF interference? So you got magnets. You have uh, RF interference. Um, you have wind patterns. EMF. 
Mm-hmm. Electromagnetic frequency. Right. Um, definitely satellites. <laughs> it's just going to pick on up on whatever is weird. And if it's an unidentified, it's, if it's something that's weird and unidentified, then that's a UFO. And this and watch the great, will just point right at it. Yeah, and the great thing is you can also play the X-Files themes <laughs> while you're doing it. Because that's it's important to get in the mood. I mean... It has a little speaker on it, and it's that's a button on it. It's pre-programmed into the watch. It's not like you're going to Apple Music or, or tech... Whatever ours is called. You know, it's not like you're going to you know YouTube or whatever and, and looking up the video. This It's just a button that plays this. You might be asking, do we have the rights to do that? And I will just say, <laughs> I did the theme. It's me playing the piano. We'll have to, I, I would love to get an upload of that okay. so we can throw that on the, okay. uh, on um, the, on the soundboard over here. You might be asking yourself, Price? Um, well, it's impressive, I'll, to, to say the least. Are you ready for the next one, Ryan? Uh, Kai, you know, we only have four I, of these. I, I'll, I'll be perfect. Excuse me. I'll be perfectly honest. Yeah. Most of the uh, things that come from Tech Brothers that I see, um, like this workflow platform and the various uh-huh. robots that I have thrown into the creek because I don't want them <laughs> in my house, yeah. I'm yeah. very skeptical of. And I don't. Tr- I don't. I just intrinsically, my gut reaction is to not trust them, um, especially n- near my body. Uh-huh. But these, I'm, 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 these are quite interesting. I think. I think that this is. Um, I think this is an excellent uh, direction that you're going in because well, I can you- see, unlike, unlike, say something. That you know would uh-huh. organize um, uh, what uh, my else if statements sure. and my my workflow. If you're um, talking about watch, something that is that would watch, cause you be productive, <clears throat> a watch that would point goals. me to weird things and could play the X Files theme, I could see myself using that every day. I could see you using it too. Yeah. All right, and you're so if that's the case, you're going to love this next one. It's called the UF Hat. So you might be asking yourself, um, you know, I'm looking for these things. Do I have anything? Do, should I be afraid? What if I find this thing? Absolutely. It's like if you're gonna find. It's like you find a lion. It's like you, the, Moby Dick. You maybe know? maybe not afraid, but wary. Yeah. Certainly, you need to protect yourself on your best behavior. So this is a tool that that actually protects you. It's called the UF hat. Um. So. So I'm seeing some sort of. Uh, um, I'm seeing this. This hat is composed. Of what it's appears safe for to children. be. It's it's on the head of a child. It is totally safe, even for a child. Right. It's made of balloons, and that right away. I'm not going to lie, Kai. I'm starting to suspect that this is not a um, <clears throat> a serious project for the serious urban ufologist. Really, hey Rowan, I've heard a lot in the news about balloons too, related to UFOs. So maybe this is. You know, I, well, I know well, you're coming out of the gate just calling things a balloon, but you know who else has called something a balloon recently? The United States government. And how do do we trust them? I suppose not, Kai. Tell us more about the UF hat. I, yeah, I, I, it you, deflects you make an cameras point. and sensors. So whatever you're, whatever you're looking for, whatever the issue is, whatever you're afraid of, whether it be a... <laughs> whether it be the government or... Whether or, it be or, a camera or a sensor, this thing is going to protect you from it. Um, it's state-of-the-art technology. <laughs> technology has never been more to date than what we're seeing with this hat. The, that, this balloon crown. It's large on the head, and that's to protect uh, your entire head it's, and the thoughts it, within it. It's sort of like I, could, I can see this as sort of like a Faraday cage for your mind. Yes, um, yes. yes. Keep going, Rowan. Well, no, what I else just, do you think? I, I love that. I, I love the colors. It is it, a lot it, of colors. It is. It, it's a lovely rainbow. Have you heard of a of a of a, a dazzle patterns? Oh yes, um, in uh, uh, a camouflage, yeah. right? Yeah, this is the same thing. Oh, wonderful. Um, is that is is so? Okay, Kai, what's the price? It's reasonable. Well, that's lovely to hear. That's that's in today's economy. That's exactly where you want. It's that exactly to where be. you need it to be. Exactly. Okay, and we ready for the last one? Certainly. Yes. Uh, okay. Let's uh, let's keep it going. So this one's the only one with a uh, trademark. It's the uh, unfortunately we couldn't get the trademark on Night, uh, whatever that last one was. Night Stalker. Night Stalker. There's already like a squirt gun called that. Um, this one's called the TB Labs Civilian Grudge Resolver, and that word "civilian" is very important. 
I was going to say that that um, comes out at me in a big way. Yeah. Uh, is it implied that there is a government uh, grade grudge resolver? I'm not at liberty to discuss that. Well, so what is it? What is the TB Lab civilian grudge resolver? So it looks like that. Um, the thing is, a lot of this stuff is stuff that you can find at your local hardware store. Yes, this appears to be. Um, and I'm, once again, I, I'm, I'm sure there's more under the hood. I'm yeah. sure I'm misrepresenting this a little bit, as you are, often do about Simon Amy and his solutions. Uh -huh. But to me, looking at this, this looks like a uh, potato gun uh, assembled out of PVC piping and what appears to be um, uh, tape. So there have been news. There's been news recently about the, the you know the government striking things down uh, with various weapons. And the thing is, there's not really a good solution for somebody at home to be able to do the same thing. I think we could have had some of these balloons or UFOs or whatever down a lot quicker if uh, if a lot more people had the grudge resolver. The thing is, the, the grudge resolver, I should say, is only for self-defense. Only if you think this UFO is going to hurt you. Is coming for you, and 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 some is a direct danger to you, and and oftentimes, um, and uh, there are some reports that they can be very much be those things. Yeah, there are some reports that maybe they can be. Um, so it's only for self defense. Um, and the other thing to note about this particular item is that uh, you build it yourself. We send you a kit, you put it together yourself, and then uh, you can you defend verify. yourself with it. You defend yourself with it. This is. This is ground up. This is DIY. And this thing launches pretty far. However high that UFO is, there's a good chance that you're going to hit it. So, um, I, I, But not I, too high because, remember, it has to be coming, from, coming for you're, you. You're kind of losing me on this last one. But, but uh, for, for the sake of completeness, what, the, is, what is the— I um, can't tell you—before well, we get to the price, um, I will also tell you that there is no permit required for this. We made it specially in mind with the fact that there is no permit required because— um, well, we don't tell you that you can really even launch anything. If you choose to launch something, that's on you. There's nothing in the package that says this thing even does anything. So you don't need a permit. And, you know, you can really use anything as a weapon at that point. But this thing is just really good at it. We're kind of lingering on this a little bit, Kai. It's kind of... Um, I'm For legal reasons, I need to tell you that we... That the, the TB Lab civilian grudge resolver is not meant to be used I as a projectile device. No, I can't say I can't even say that. I can just say You provide you the instructions and the pieces listen, to build the grudge resolver. I don't when when we send you this thing, it's empty. If that changes, if something was to get into the barrel of this cannon, we didn't do that. It's not on us. Well, I, okay, that's. I think we've established that, Kai. Okay. So, what's uh, what, the what's price? the price point we're looking at? I mean, for this? come on. For this thing, for the benefit of the people listening on the radio, the price is. I mean, come on. It's 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 uh, it's right there in the little stat block uh -huh. I'm seeing. Well, um, and those are our four items. Three out of four. Three out of four, Kai. I have to say, three out of four. Um, for uh -huh. what it's worth, to just offer my quick opinion, I do Please not do. believe violence is the way with these UFOs. Uh -huh. I think the government has been hasty. Um, sure. For all we know, those were the diplomats. Those were the kind-hearted um, alien souls coming to uh, share their worldview, their secrets, mm -hmm. um, you know, their uh, their pleasures with us. For all we know, which is very little. That could be the case, yes. And if it is the case, it's tragic that we've struck them down. And I, I don't, I don't think violence is the answer. I don't think violence is the answer when it comes to these, um, these visitors, these individuals trying to come visit us. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Rowan. I'm sorry that the, that the strong and proud hunters out there. Uh, I feel bad that they. That they need to do this, but unfortunately, it is necessary. So we have created this product. Uh, so we're on to the uh, mid-show segment. I believe we're about halfway through the program. Sure, why not? Um, do we um, have a? Uh, so we are working with an organization, as as you may know, uh, Eureka Cast Now, Tech Brothers Laboratories. We are working with an organization called the Chicago Body Project. Right, and as part of our agreement with the Chicago Body Project, mm -hmm. um, in uh, sort of return for their uh, generous um, data, their generous data, their generous grants and support, we'll just say support, uh -huh. 
we are obliged to um, uh, do something in return for them. Um, yeah. And and that's the data dunk. So, data dunk. Um, you know, I'm not going to blame you if if you decide to skip ahead. I'm not going to blame you if if you you know, this is this is aggravating. But you have to understand that the Chicago Body Project um, is a this partner is, of ours. No, and Rowan, you're stop this. Listener, this is a privilege. Uh, this so, citizen scientist out there, you're part of the data. So get ready to be part of the data. Put on your uh, your lab coats. Uh, all right. So uh, do you have it for us, Kai? Yeah. I just love deep diving into these long-form articles. I get euphoric when I read great writing like that. Sign me up for, like, a 12-page article on how diminishing supply of sand. And I'm at a 10. How about you? All right, cutting that one pretty close, Rowan. Uh, yep. Yeah, uh, I was building suspense there. Yeah, it's yeah. an important part of science. Uh, so yeah, that was the uh, the data dunk. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, you we... know, it's through the support of listeners like you that the Chicago Body Project does their great work, and yeah. we are able to do our own great work. And you know, just a, f- a few minutes out of your week, uh, just that's one small cup of coffee. If you were to replace work with doing this, uh, and it means a lot to us. So. <laughs> Uh, do we have a uh, we have a mid show segment? We have a mid show yeah. midterm uh, to go to while we take a short break. We started a little late. We'll probably end a tiny bit late. So, uh, but but uh, before we get into our uh, our short five ten minute break, we're gonna we're gonna pose a question to you. Yes. And uh, the question is, which of these experiences, the f- these following experiences, has been alleged to occur as part of a purported alien abduction? So, in other words. Which of mm. these things has been reported by an alien abductee as happening to them on the spaceship? Uh-huh. Uh, so, uh, number one, being implanted with an alien tracker. So number one is being implanted with an alien tracker. Number two, uh, siring children with aliens. Um, having offspring with aliens, yep, as okay. part of an alien abduction. Number three. Being forced to cross-dress... Um, either by the aliens or at the behest of the ali- uh, who the aliens serve. Uh-huh. In theory, that would be more aliens. And, and number, number four, four is... being framed for felony child <laughs> pornography possession as part of uh, your experience. Uh, not yours specifically, um, listener, not yours specifically, kind. The, the general I haven't your. had any. Um, I'm, I'm not why, a... are, why, are you, why are you doing this, Ron? Why are you singling people out? So uh, that's so, the question. Okay. The question is, is which of these things has been alleged to occur as part of a purported alien abduction uh-huh. and not not one of the ones on a movie or a TV, um, actual, actual alien abductees, life. actual people that have actually been abducted by aliens or, or, or well, at least at least they say they have. Been. Uh-huh. Okay. Once again, once again, we'll see. Are they? Have they? Will have they? Are you are you saying that you're going to answer this in this show? I, I'm saying I I'm, I'm not saying I won't. So we're gonna, we're gonna go to a, a short five minute break, and when we return, the mouth book report and more u- uh-huh. urban ufology. Let's, let's hear about that purple book. Please stay tuned. And we're back. Yeah, it's the UFO one. So uh, we're talking all things UFO today. Uh, we had some very interesting um, material, some interesting work coming out of Tech Brothers Labs uh, in our first half for the aspiring ufologist, yeah. urban ufologist. And that's, you know, that's stuff that it, that's like the that's like the bottom of the barrel we're talking about here. We have a lot cooler stuff if you're interested. If you're uh, really interested in what TB Labs is doing. But uh, we have moved past that. We are now coming out of the mid-show midterm uh, yes. with our second half. So we have a question that, that we've posed before the break, and that question is, which of these experiences, that, uh, which of these four experiences, has been alleged to occur as part of a purported alien abduction? In other words, which of these things... Four things. Which of these four things has been reported from an alien abductee as... Part, uh, is happening as part of their as res- alien abduction. As a part of or as a result of? Um, it's a good question. 
That's a good question. Maybe that's a clue. Uh, maybe that is a clue. Yeah. Um, so what are the four we have, Rowan? Uh, well, why don't you read the four, Kai? Fine, I will read the four. The four are being implanted with an alien tracker, siring children with aliens, being forced to cross-dress, and being framed for felony child pornography possession. See, again, did these take place? It's hard. Number four is kind of hard if it all took place on the ship. You know, well, I mean, you know, once again, it's um, uh, that's that what, the alien police. <laughs> we're like we we search your hard drive. Well, I mean, if you're getting abducted by an alien, would it be so um, so out of the realm of possibility that they would go into your computer and uh, perhaps you know leave some incriminating uh, files on there? Oh, the aliens framed. can abduct you. Yeah, being framed. <laughs> Whatever. Being, being, so uh, what's Rowan, the, whatever. What's the answer, Kai? <laughs> Is this an all of them thing? Is this going to be all of them? I don't know, Kai. Let's find out. Let's see. <laughs> so all of them became bright yellow because it is, in fact, all of them. <laughs> Yet again, Rowan, trying to deceive us. Just as uh, UFOs don't exist, neither does a, a cor- correct answer to this one. Well, that's not true. They're all correct answers. And, yeah. um, you know, and to be full disclosure, Kai, um, just so uh, you understand why all of these are correct, um, this yeah, is please, actually please something that did not happen to separate alien abductees, but it all happened to one man. One man. The same the same guy. The same man experienced all four of these occurrences after he uh, had his alien abduction. Multiple alien abductions, actually. Uh well that sucks, Ron. I hope I hope you know that. Well, I hope you well, know and, that and the name of that man down. the name of that man was Stan Romanek. Um that, and here's a picture of him. him. There is. And you know, he to the end, he's still alive. He remains adamant that all of his uh, troubles, um, all of these experiences are true, and that's where his troubles stem from. And I think that one thing that really speaks to that and is is really, um, I think, uh, what is- shows the the magnitude of his character is uh-huh. is that he said um, when he was facing felony child pornography possession charges, yeah. we'll be taking ufology to the courtroom. I don't know and that's that. a man. That's a man who believes in what he's, uh, who believes I don't in know his what cause. That means. So he likes. He's so. If you don't, this, this is a sad man with a big cut on his face. Who knows where he got that? And he's wearing a UFO shirt. So he's pro, despite the fact that these aliens have incriminated him. He's still pro alien. They don't make him like Stan anymore. That's all I can say. No. Well, so uh, th- that's uh, that's our mid show. Uh, very quickly, um, I don't I don't have a uh, a presentation per se for this, uh-huh. but I, I I wanted to give a quick preview, just a um, a, a quick uh, um, audio preview of the Mav book report, which is, of course, an analysis of UFO sightings in uh-huh. Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Yeah. Now, Simon Amy Press um, will be releasing this very this purple, soon. This purple book, the the Mav book will be released very soon as part of Simon Amy Press. Um, it has been something that has been two decades in the making, just in the data um, sort of uh, uh, concatenation and analysis. And it is a dual project of the Simon Amy Institute of Spirit Science, College of Speculative Technology, and the American Paranormal Society. Uh-huh. Um, they've been working hand in glove together um, to draft this several hundred page report there's still we don't have a specific number yet uh there's some appendices that may or may not be added and it is a exhaustive look into the over 400 sightings that have occurred uh uh, 400 recorded sightings that have occurred in the chicagoland area since 1954 um why that year uh when that is when the faa first started taking these testimonies um okay it's outside of the scope of the report of course but there have been sightings of strange things in the sky prior to um european colonization even in this area um some say that chicago um is a it's ufo a is is a ufo hotspot uh, um i do have a uh a, a I, I i think i do uh, am, I, am i still up 
Yeah. Uh, I think I, I do have a, a preview of the um, of the of what the book looks like. Uh, sure, sure. Is that it? That is it. Um, I that's mean, you, that's Malv. That that is the color of the of the uh, of the Malv book report. Oh no! Wait, Rowan, hold on. I I have another. Uh, I have another one. Um, Can I show this one? You're you're still up. All right. So I have a Musk Child update for us. <gasps> Kai, <laughs> Musk Child update. Musk Child update. Elon Musk, he has so many kids, and we can't even count them. But you know what? It's time in the show for us to talk about them. <laughs> this is Musk Child update. It's a Musk. <laughs> um. So let's talk about what's this going on. This is obscene. What you've just the, done to me. In the Musk. This is this is this is um. This should be criminal. What has just occurred to me um, personally. So this Musk Child update. It's a brand new, like, hot off the feed. I'm trying to talk about little, little trying to talk about something very serious right now, well, Kai. And, here's and, a, and, and you're you're a cutting story into that's out of this world. Uh, unfortunately, so this is a story about little Velocity Shinji Musk. Uh, unfortunately, little his uh, his little child, little baby, uh, Velocity Shinji Musk is really sick. And Elon Musk says, "Oh, my baby's really sick." Uh, he has been checked in to uh, Saint Mother Derpina's Hospital in Gaston, Texas, um, and he's really sick. He's not doing very well at all. Doctors say that he is a terminal case of a disease that they have not studied very much. It's a very rare case um, of uh, a disease called ligma. Um, unfortunately, this is something that runs in Musk's family. Uh, he has had to deal with many family members passing away due to ligma. <laughs> and um, Elon Musk, uh, however, there's a glimmer of hope, Rowan. I know you're really sad. I see your sad face, but there is a glimmer of hope that Elon Musk does tell us, he says. Is there a glimmer of hope that um, we could get back to the science uh, and technology? Um, uh, as you so so put it, it, people need to be reminded that this is a science technology show. Or, and, no, and, I, we, and, we've, and we've stopped, we have stopped the science uh, and the speculative technology to bring us a Musk child update. No, this is a, this is a, a protest. We, until we get better, we will not... We will not stop this segment. Elon Musk tells us there is a glimmer of hope. Uh, he says, the more you like my tweets, the closer to a cure we come. So if everybody goes out there, and this is not, this is in fact a call to action on the radio. <laughs> if you go out and like Elon Musk tweets, then a, we will come closer to a cure. And that is a scientific fact. Are we done? Must child update. Woo! Right. Thank, thank you so much, Kai. Can I continue? Can it's, I can I keep going? It's a Musk. Yeah, go back to your mauve report. Well, here's the big picture stuff, I guess. Okay, so you have a book about all the uh, alien sightings in the city of Chicago, right? And and who's, I can't, who's, who wrote this? Simon Amy did. Uh, this is from the uh, the Institute of Spirit Science College of Speculation. It doesn't matter. Okay. It, none of that matters. Let's just get to it. Let's, Let's get just to get it. to it. Let's get to it. Uh-huh. I want to talk about the findings. The findings are exciting. These are very exciting findings. I can imagine. So breakdown of reported shapes of uh-huh. things seen in the sky okay. over Chicago. 10% disks um, or donut. Donut was often was concatenated with disks on this one. Uh-huh. Uh, many triangular shapes as well, mm-hmm. uh, about 30%. So disks, 10%, uh, triangular, 30%. And then a whopping 55% was cigar-shaped. Cigar shaped. Cigar shaped sightings over Chicago. Um, and and these and, are all different shapes. These are all different shapes of the uh, of the over seventy years of reports that uh-huh. were put together for this report. And that cigar shape. Um, if you, I'm, I'm, I have a draft in front of me. I'm looking through. That includes results. Um, for people who said sausage, kielbasa, hot dog, Polish sausage, Those Italian are, sausage. I mean, that's. I guess. The Those bar, are all considered the, cigar. So I mean, the way to look at it, mean a, a cigar-shaped um, object is sort of the um, the common term in ufology circles. Um, the main way they reported in Chicago was sausage-shaped. Sure. Um, so you know, it's that's that's a, a, a judgment that has been made right. based off this data. They is, say they say I saw a kielbasa in the air. That's my Chicago accent. <laughs> The the bears. So, some highlights uh-huh. from this data because we're we're running a little low on time. Let's talk about the highlights. Let's talk about the highlights. Um, 
15% of the uh, respondents claimed that they interacted with the UFO. They interacted with it. Interacted with the UFO. Usually words were were had. um, With the UFO. With the UFO. Um, the, the, yelling, screaming, that sort of so thing. So them to the UFO, not the UFO to them. Right, right. That was their okay. interaction primarily. Um, I mean, there was some, uh, you know, just looking through it here, uh, looks like there was some... Uh, yeah, I'm just mostly seeing yelling, honestly. Um, uh-huh. Like you can hear in the background. 5% of respondents claim they'd encountered the same UFO multiple times. How? Often on their own street and block. It's but they the only description they could give is that it was it was sausage sa- sausage shaped. Fifty five percent sausage shaped, according to the data I have in front of me from this report. Okay, um, so they've seen it multiple times. Interestingly enough, it's fun that you should bring that up because, uh-huh. um, or fascinating that you should bring it up because ten percent of respondents remember the smell of growing meat as the UFO slash passed by. Really. And that accounts for both sightings in the sky, the unidentifying flying objects, as well as ones closer to the, the ground, which we might call a unidentified uh, levitating object or uh, unidentified rolling object, perhaps. Um, 15 per- 15% of respondents claimed the individuals in the UFO— in the UFO, um, right? So, fifteen percent right away um, is is are is people who, who actually were able to see inside the UFO. Uh-huh. Fascinating, so fascinating. That stuff. implies that it's it's made of glass or some other see through. Fifteen percent of respondents claim the individuals they observed in the UFO uh-huh. had bad haircuts. Okay. Did they give any specific, like, what constitutes a bad haircut? Um, like, w- bad on purpose? Uh, it, well, I'm Was seeing... Was it a new fashion statement? I, I, it's, let's see, there's um, sort of these descriptions of uh, places of sort of like a, um, a haircut, like a fryer might have, where it's shaved in the middle, but it's long in the back. Um, I'm okay. seeing descriptions of reverse mohawks. It's very, mm. they, mm, uh, it's it's interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting. And now here's here's the really, the really, um, I think chilling aspect of this report. Please, forty-five percent of respondents, when contacted back, when they were were at, called back about their initial reports, uh-huh. said they never submitted a report in the first place. When who contacted them? Uh, members, the, uh, the people from the uh, uh, from the American Paranormal Society and the uh, Simon Amy College for Speculative Technology. <laughs> when you reached out to them. When we reached out to them. I say we, uh, sort of an organizational we. When we reached out to them, you were not on the they phones. claimed that forty-five percent of them claimed they had never submitted that report to begin with. Um. So what does that what does that mean? What is possible interference from a government body? So you think the government is making some of these things up? I, I'm not. That's not. I'm. I'm not. I'm. I'm saying that I think some people are being threatened into not. Oh, you um, think they're being threatened not to talk about it anymore? I mean, that would. I think that that's that that's not in the report. That's my own personal theory. All right. Uh-huh. So. Uh, findings, final findings. Final quick, findings. Do go through this, please. Because um, so, we found so much so far. So some theories. Uh huh. That these are possible encounters with, or these are encounters with political candidates. Um, for the, sad, the 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 city, Chicago-based political candidates, uh, aldermen's and their entourages, mayoral <laughs> sort of situations. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a definite possibility, you know. Um, just in terms of you know the, these reports that are around the same blocks, oftentimes seen very similar. The smell of growing meat, you uh-huh. know. The, the, these could be these rallies things. that are being sort of echoed and reflected many blocks away, uh-huh. perhaps. Just a thought. Okay. Um, another theory that is in here is that this is natural off-gassing from rotten meat in the Chicago River. Happens. Alternatively, I mean... man-made off-gassing from the various plants on site. And see, Kyle, you've been you've been so rude and snide to me all night, implying uh-huh. I am some sort of nut job, implying that I buy hook, line, and sinker on all of this alien stuff. Uh-huh. Um, although there are some very compelling testimonies, um, I, I I happen to agree with these results, and these results are coming from the Simon Amy Institute of Spirit Science, and they are providing they are debunking these issues. There's, so I want you to I want you to recognize. What do you want me to recognize, Rowan? I want you to recognize. You want me to see? What do you? 
showing me. I am trying to show you that we are that I that I work for a very that I am a part of a very reasonable organization that makes very reasonable conclusions Uh on things. Uh You have insinuated that I am a crackpot for far too long. Now you're proving me. You're trying to prove the me wrong. third theory for why these <laughs> these purported UFO sightings. Please, please do. And this one, this one, hopefully, is another, uh, you know, is another reasonable theory that's backed up by evidence. That it, it, it most certainly a is scientific claim. More cer- it most certainly is, uh-huh. and that is that there are some very confused elderly people um, uh, on the street uh-huh. seeing things they don't understand. Um, there maybe their minds starting to slip a little bit, you know, and they it, and they when they when they, big when they when they, they see when they see individuals say on 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 the north side, sure. you know, um, driving their electric cars, they're not making sounds. Uh-huh. Um, perhaps you know they're dressed in ways that this this frail elderly person might not be able to to fully to fully to like, fully like comprehend comprehend. Maybe that's um, that that could be where we're getting a lot of these UFO reports and perhaps also why a lot of these individuals don't seem to uh, or at least don't want to come forward saying that they remembered uh-huh. uh, these previous interactions. Um, and so finally, um, finally, finally, our most likely um, theory. This and, is the and most likely This one. is the most likely theory. Okay. And this is Wait, the one. Can we go over the ones that we've had so far? So the political the, rallies, political rallies. Number two is hot dog Gas. Factories. Hot dog gas burning. Hot dog gas. Number three was elderly people that are confused. Right. And okay, tell us number four. Number four, and this was the theory that um, uh, was, I think, uh, based on these writings, this was the theory that had the strongest evidence for it. This uh-huh. is the um, the um, theory that uh, constitutes the most likely outcome, and that is that there is life out there. So this one has this one has the most evidence. Yes. That was the conclusion of the Mav Book Report Committee. After posing these, after comparing, having these four things fight in the gladiator arena that is the scientific method, this is the one that emerged triumphantly. Well, I mean, okay, look, there, the the committee is not arguing that um, some of these uh, purported encounters were not weren't, uh, uh, weren't uh, Alderman getting on a fire truck and driving through a, uh, his ward, blasting it at all hours of the night. Uh-huh. They aren't saying that some of these sightings aren't just geriatrics who um, you who know saw a drone. who saw who saw a drone through their cataracts and um, you know thought that uh, Germany was invading. No, they're not. Not saying those weren't the cases. Uh-huh. They're just saying that for the other cases, the bulk of these reports, these four hundred sightings that the have bulk occurred, of them. Are, more than half. What are, would you say? Um, easily more than half. Okay. There's still. There's still. There's still. This isn't. I don't want to provide any specific numbers because this is still in review. I've got an early, uh-huh. a early review copy, and I don't want to. Um, misrepresent anything for once it comes out, but no, there, those are the findings me. of the Mav book report. Uh-huh. Um, life is out there, and it is in Chicago. That is that is fascinating, Rowan. I'm glad you could enlighten us yet again. That you believe that aliens are out there. I'm not saying that every one of these encounters was with an alien. I'm just saying that the You're evidence just saying that most seems of them to show are. that most of them were. You're just yes. saying that aliens love Chicago. They want to come here, get a slice of deep dish pizza, and see the bean, and be like, "That looks like my. That looks like the eggs that I lay." Well, and I mean, you know, it makes sense to me that their ships. We know might, that it makes sense. It makes to sense you, to me that their ships might resemble perhaps a kielbasa. It might resemble a a uh, a sausage of some sort. Well, That's very aerodynamic. The sausage is one of the most aerodynamic foods. That's why it's made that way. Have you ever seen a sausage in a wind tunnel, Kai? Because I've seen a tofurkey dog in a wind tunnel. Where? At the Simon Amy and Jet, have a wind tunnel. Jet Propulsion Labs. <laughs> Let's close it out, Rowan. I think we've said all we need to say. Right. So I do have a poem I would like to end with. Perfect. And this is this poem. You know what, Ron? Thank you. Thank you, Kai. This poem is called Take Me Home by Elise Yondo. <laughs> when I look at a globe sitting on the desk, I think to myself, this is what it looks like, the earth from a deck. 
on a starship far flung from here. How it must be to hang ten with Spock, <laughs> with Spock and Kirk and Bones in the holodeck on a wave far from here, but back home. Yando? What? That's their name? Yeah, Elise Yondo, take me home. Should I read it again? No, please. EurekaCast now is thoroughly vetted, fact-checked, and meditated upon through the support of the Simon Amy Institute of Spirit Science beneath the Yards campus here on the south side of Chicago, Illinois. We are broadcast every Saturday evening, 8 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on WLPN LP 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio and simulcast live on twitch.tv slash AWCYFM at that same time. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can visit our website at eurekicast.org. That is eurekicast.org. Just go there, and you'll be able to get in contact with us. But listen up here, citizen scientists. Check us out. Leave us a react on the book. That's facebook.com slash eurekicast. Share us on the gram. That's eurekicast on Insta. There's some great photos, photos up there. Let's get ratioed over there on Twitter. Uh, for every time we get ratioed, then Elon Musk's kid gets better. Uh, uh, that's Eurekicast there as well. Dropbox or email at awcyfm at gmail.com. Leave us your top kecks and share with us any epic gamer 4chan green text moments uh, there. And of course, you can leave us a hashtag Eurekicast anywhere on the new medias. And, uh, well, I'll see them and I'll shed a little tear because I know you're thinking of us. But we, it's time for us to move on to our daily docs. That's right. Um, I mean, Chicago it Body really, it really should be called the weekly docs. Uh, well, I do these every single day. It's just because we only have a show once per week. Oh, fair enough. All right. So, so the, today's Daily Docs. And, and the Daily Docs, for uh, the benefit of the listener, is um, a, a spotlight of a, set, a citizen uh, either past, present, or future perhaps in Chicago. Perhaps they saw a UFO at some point. Uh, perhaps. Well, what's, um, what's, the sh- what's the data set say? So the data set says that uh, today's Daily Docs is Juanita Pusey, who lives at 889 West Homer Street in the Unionland Fair State neighborhood. Neighborhood. They're currently playing Bloody Knuckles. Ooh. They are not winning. Their knuckles are quite red. Uh, they may need to get stitches. Any any UFO information in there? Any sightings in that data set? Uh, yes. Uh, according to uh, this data, it says they think the word UFO stands for United Freaking Ostentatious. And they say that whenever they... Uh, all their friends agree that something is rad. All right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, uh, got, um, uh, uh, thank you, Juanita. Oh wait, thank- they have a they have a cat called uh, Scully. Oh, oh, there we go. There's the tie-in. There's the tie-in. All right. Well, uh, thank Fantastic. you very much, um, Chicago. Thank you very much uh, to uh, every listener, and uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, unless the aliens get us. <laughs> <laughs>